to all, and thanks for joining me on another episode of MR Running Pains Podcast. My name is Aaron Saft, and let me start with an apology about last week's episode. Due to an error on my part, uh, there was no intro or outro. Outro, excuse me. <laughs> Not sure why, but my apologies for that. Um, I had a little interview with my uh, my kids um, in the intro, and uh, I'm going to put that at the end of the episode because I really had a good time talking to them. And um, you know, we talked some 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 nerd running. It was it was a good time. So I'm going to put that at the end of the episode. So uh, I hope you enjoy that. Um, so this week, um, I want to, uh, talk about a few things. It's going to be a shorter episode. Um, but, um, I think, uh, pretty relevant and, uh, something I'd like to challenge you to do and love to see your, um, your outcome of this. So, um, please share that with me if you would, if you're comfortable with it. Um, this was, uh, an idea that came about from, uh, from another podcast, that I was listening to. Um, I'm going to talk about that in just a second, but um, like to touch on a few housekeeping items before uh, before I do. Um, so, um, upcoming races, updates, and such. Um, on September 12th, the Cradle uh, to Grave 30K and 10K trail races have been moved. Um, and uh, so... Um, you can still register, obviously, for that on Ultra Sign Up. And uh, if you have any problems with that new date, please contact the uh, the race director. Contacts on uh, Ultra Sign Up and on uh, the website uh, Cradle to Rave. Excuse me, Cradle to Grave Race dot com. Ten twenty nine. I had kind of thrown out there about the the River Loop races, bringing those back twenty four, twelve, and six hour races. Um, the, at the farm, we did that two years ago um, on New Year's. Uh, this year, um, we're going to do it uh, Halloween weekend, and uh, I'm kind of looking at the race calendar. Um, still kind of tentative. Um, you know, so much is up in the air right now, and with so much moving to the fall, I'm, I'm just I don't know. Um, I'm you know I'm hesitant. I was going to make the race number smaller anyway, um, but uh, with everything going on and the uncertainty. Uh, you know, I, I may put it out there and just, uh, open registration, but not charge anybody just in case, um, you know, the, uh, we're still facing, um, restrictions due to COVID, but, uh, we'll see. Um, my, you know, jury's out on that one just yet. Um, hellbender is still scheduled for November 20th. Again, um, you know, we're not sure. Uh, I spoke with my team last night and, uh, and the, the nonprofit, uh, Run eight to eight foundation the the board members about the the race um, and again the level of uncertainty that we have uh, the wait list is is starting to grow um, and uh, you know we have just over one hundred and fifty registered right now and I think what we're gonna do is just um, we're gonna hold off on charging people um, so if if a spot opens up due to somebody dropping out um, we may offer the spot but not charge. Um, just because, uh, you know, again, the uncertainty of, of what we face going forward uh, due to restrictions, uh, due to, uh, you know, will we have a, a second wave, obviously. Um, so, you know, uh, we're we're kind of in a holding pattern for that. We're hoping things happen. Uh, we, we're, we're definitely making plans for it as if it's going to happen as to uh, how do we keep everybody safe and follow guidelines that may be in place. So we're working on all that, but 
Um, Hellbender still planned for November 20th. Still looking for some, some volunteers, obviously. We're a ways out, but um, you know, we, we hope people can join us and help us out with that, uh, that event. Um, December 5th is the Headwaters 30K trail race. Um, uh, Matt Kirby asked me to take this one over. Um, love this, this, this race out at Panther Town. Um, it's amazing trails, amazing views, just amazing place to run. Um, uh, and, uh, what we did, uh, Matt had open registration. I was unaware of that. I just, I just figured that out. The registration was open. Uh, it still is. I, I left it open, but again, what I did was, um, I changed it so that ultra signup doesn't charge anybody. So you can sign up without fear, uh, of being charged. And if it doesn't happen that way, we don't have to worry about refunds. We don't have to worry about transfers, deferments, all that stuff like that. So um, registration is open if you do want to sign up for it. Um, and, you know, if we can host the event, we certainly will. If uh, if we can't, then, you know, we're, we're not at a loss anywhere for, for either side. And the same thing for Solly. Um, I'm going to work on uh, registration for Solly, the Solly Frosty Foot races, 50K, 30K, and 8K trail races. Uh, they're going to be January 23rd, 2021. Um, again, uh, registration is going to open. Um, I'll announce registration date um, coming, you know, here pretty soon. Um, but uh, I, again, I'm going to open registration without, um, you know, charging anybody, just in case of uh, of anything. So, uh, update on the races. Uh, also, thinking of creating uh, a virtual training um, race uh, series. So that would look like um, some potential races along the week, um, along the way, like kind of benchmark races. And, uh, you know, we probably have an award for each, uh, if you complete it and then, um, it all leading up to a 50 K maybe it's your first 50 K or maybe you just want to run a faster 50 K. Um, so, or, you know, just train, you know, for this 50 K. So, uh, the plan is to, uh, to have registration for, uh, this virtual event and, uh, and also, um, it would be included a training plan. Now you don't have to, to have the training from me. Um, you can just sign up for the races and get the swag, um, you know, looking at doing, uh, uh, Patagonia shirt and, uh, and definitely some, like I said, some awards and, you know, maybe some other, um, swag items, um, you know, for you guys. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, that would be probably, um, a, uh, uh, 16 week program. And, uh, again, you, we'd have, uh, some benchmark races, 5k, 10k, uh, potentially half marathon and 50k along the way. So you could potentially earn up to, uh, four awards. Nothing's, uh, in, you know, solid yet. I, I'm still working out the details, but you know, I thought I had, um, interested in hearing if, uh, if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Um, but, um, you know, and there'll be different levels of training. There'll be just kind of a, a cookie cutter, um, training plan. If you just want that, that would be, um, cheaper obviously. Um, or, you know, my personalized training, um, you, you, you know, we'd, we'd, um, we would train on a, um, just like one of my athletes, you would get daily feedback. Um, we'd work through training peaks. Um, and, uh, um, I treat you just like one of them. Well, I treat you as my athlete because you would be so, um, but, um, yeah, so working on that, uh, it's in the works, um, you know, uh, coaching right now, um, doing well. I, I really appreciate all my athletes and, uh, and, and their, uh, their ability to, to keep training and keep working hard. Um, 
you know, and I, I do have spots open if anybody needs uh, some uh, some assistance, uh, just wanting to get faster, you know, train those uh, those 5K uh, legs and, and try to, you know, do a, a faster 5K right now or even uh, 10K, half marathon, marathon, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, um, it's um, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to be able to, uh, to work with people. Um, <laughs> the other day I went out and did, uh, a hill repeat workout and, uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about all this, you know, training and everything. And, um, I, I'm glad I'm still pushing. Um, you know, I, like, I think right now, um, I need to keep training. Uh, I need to keep that normalcy, uh, keep working, um, you know, and, and kind of work through just like things were going to happen. Um, and just, you know, keep my body engaged and, um, keep it primed for, uh, for when I can race again. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm still doing it. Um, I tried to make a, uh, uh, a video, uh, talking about, um, you know, doing, uh, hill repeats and, and how to incorporate that. Um, going through the video and, um, I definitely have some some editing to do, and man, you know, uh, learning a podcast was one thing, but learning video editing and all that stuff—it's—it's it's a whole nother uh, whole nother level. So um, <laughs> we'll see how that challenge goes. My son's trying to help me, which is—it's uh, humorous. So uh, we'll we'll see how that pops out. I may have to record again because uh, um, yeah, it wasn't um, wasn't what I was looking for. But <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, FooterX, uh, if you're in need of anything running, um, shoes, packs, whatever, apparel, um, you know, just, uh, just send me an email, uh, runningpains at gmail.com. Um, I'm, I've been going in, uh, each week and, uh, and trying to fill orders. Um, uh, you know, we also have, um, two other people that are going in, uh, to, to fill orders as well. So, um, if I, if I can't get in there, um, then uh, I'll forward on the email to our, our staff email. Um, so you can also cc footrxstaff at gmail.com, footrxstaff at gmail.com. Um, you can cc that email as well, uh, just in case. But uh, appreciate all those that, that have been you know supporting us in this time because um, obviously you know, we decided to be closed. Um at the shop, it was a you know it was an easy decision for us. We did not want to put um, uh, you know not only ourselves but our staff at uh, at risk for anything. We would have felt awful, um, you know, even with every safety provision that people are doing with curbside pickup and everything. Um, we just felt that uh, you know it, it would have been it would have been tough if uh, if someone got sick because of us um, because we put them at risk. So we decided to. Uh, to close the shop and, um, you know, just do whatever we can. Um, you know, it's, it's been small incremental sales and stuff. Um, but we, uh, we're, we're, we're trying, um, you know, the other side of this is, is another thing, but, um, certainly appreciate all the support through this. Um, so thank you. So, um, you know, kind of get into, uh, the, the bulk of today's episode. Um, uh, you know, I've been, I'm, I'm a big podcast fan. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Um, you know, some, some ones recently have, uh, 
have been great. I've really enjoyed the content that people are putting out. I, I really hope you've enjoyed what, uh, what, what I've been doing here. Um, but, um, one of the podcasts running rogue, uh, R O G U E running rogue episode 181. Uh, it's, it's titled navigating a running funk. Um, really enjoyed that episode. Um, uh, some really good, thoughts, um, questions to ask yourself, you know, like, uh, like I was just talking about, about training, um, you know, uh, how to make it relevant to you when you feel like it's just like worthless. Um, yeah. So, um, I really enjoyed that episode. Have the listen there. Another one was the Tom Goom, G O O M, um, podcast. That one, um, uh, uh, Miriam, my, my last guest, my physical therapist, um, she uh she made me aware of this episode uh it's episode 40 it's titled changes in running injury prevention um really cool episode um you know like i love hearing the um updated uh, research and thought um and you know everything has to be taken with a grain of salt i just listened to um another podcast yesterday uh which you know had a physical therapist on and that physical therapist stated the contrary which was the kind of the uh you know the, if you will the the old um um old thought pattern um you know the old research uh she was still going off that uh, this, you know, this physical therapist, uh, whereas this, you know, this, this, they bring light to new research, um, this, in this episode by Tom Goom, um, and, uh, uh, in this episode, uh, really, really cool stuff. So enjoyed listening to that. Um, cause you know, um, we have to continue to, to think and expand our minds. Um, cause you know, even what's, uh, uh, what came out last year, um, you know, they may be finding new things, uh, due to new technologies and, um, and research. Um, and, and again, we have to take everything with a grain of salt, you know, is, is it correct? Uh, you know, well, <laughs> I'm sure you could find uh, contrary research. Uh, so, um, but, uh, really, really, you know, it, it makes you think, which is cool. Um, so enjoyed that episode. Um, now again, um, this episode came from, um, I was listening to the Clean Sport Collective episode. Um, if you follow me on Facebook, um, I've, I posted this on, uh, on various pages, my Instagram, um, about the pledge. Um, I'm a huge advocate for clean sport. Uh, you know, I, I believe in uh, um, a drug-free, you know, an enhancement-free world of sport. You know, not just running, but in, in everything. Um you know, it, it disheartened me to see a lot of my heroes from baseball test positive or come out that they had, uh, used performance enhancing drugs to, to help them be better players. Um, you know, and, uh, it, it's, it's rampant in, in a lot of sports, you know, um, obviously we see it in cycling. Uh, we see it quite frequently, um, in, uh, in running, um, you know, not only is sprints, but now we're seeing uh, a ton of, uh, of athletes testing positive, um, or have questionable, uh, results. So, um, there's a lot of appeals right now. I mean, you know, here we are in the middle of, uh, this pandemic and, uh, we're getting a bunch of positive tests. Um, and so the, the clean sport collective has a pledge and, uh, you know, it's, it's a simply states, you know, I will be a clean athlete. So I encourage you to go onto their website. And, uh, um, it's uh, cleansport.org and, uh, 
and and see that for yourself. Sign it if you're comfortable with it. Um, you know, join that movement. It's uh, it's great. Um, I really enjoyed their podcast. You know, they they've had some really awesome guests on there le- recently. Um, Edwin Moses, um, Edwin Moses was the 400 meter hurdler that was undefeated for it was 81 races or something incredible. Um, and, uh, they had Jim Ryan, um, our, uh, our first high schooler that broke four minutes, uh, just some really awesome guests. Um, but the, you know, the guest that really hit home and, and, and really has been a, you know, a hero to me, um, was Bob Kennedy. Uh, Bob Kennedy's podcast with them was, um, you know, he, uh, he mentioned in there, um, you know, this we've had this whole um, write a write a letter to your um, your former self. You know, giving yourself advice to your former self. Um, and he said, "Why don't we write a letter to our future self uh, to remind us in the future not to do stupid stuff?" Uh, you know, and I mean that makes more sense to me. I, I can't change what I did in the past. You know, like um, I can reflect. Yep, that's you know that's that's. That's a you know valid measure. I, I can definitely reflect um, and and hope to not make uh, mistakes that I have. But you know it makes more sense for me to have a letter to myself in the future to remind myself what I've been through and you know what I hope I never do. Um, remind myself of things that I can work on, uh, and and so I did. I sat down and I wrote a letter to my future self, and uh, I'd like to read that to you guys. Um, you know I'm. Definitely, uh, um, definitely a guy that, that is uh, um, emotional. Um, I'm, I'm passionate. Uh, you know, I, I believe in sharing, and uh, this is, you know, this is, um, this is, this was actually a, a really great exercise for myself. I encourage you guys to to write a letter to yourselves. So, uh, and if you're comfortable, share it. Um, I'm gonna post mine uh, right in my office. So when I look up. I see it and it reminds me on a daily basis. It reminds the future me. Oh yeah, man. Like stay on the path, you know, um, continue this journey. So, um, let me, uh, let me read this and, uh, you know, bear with me here. Uh, to future me as it stands, we're at a crossroads. Life has changed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll most likely lose our business that we've built over the past 13 years. Ha! <laughs> Almost have to laugh. Just realized that this would be our 13th anniversary. Fitting to perhaps see it go on such an anniversary. But that's us, isn't it? We take a chance, work hard, roll with the punches, and see what happens. That's running in a nutshell, isn't it? Running is a great metaphor for life, work, family, and relationships. As I write this, we're celebrating 30 years of running. God knows how many miles we have on our legs. We've celebrated victories, taken running to many levels, and followed our dreams. We've been to some amazing places and met people I hope we never forget. All while never taking performance-enhancing drugs or cheating the system, the course, our sport, or ourself. I hope as you read this that that still holds true. We've got two amazing kids and the best wife that that share this journey. We've tried to be an example of endurance, hard work, philanthropy, and love. I see our kids' potential. I hope we bring it out in them and help them along their path to finding their happiness in life. I hope we continue to love every living being 
and do our best to make a difference in our community, locally, nationally, and globally. We've helped to create a number of things that have such far-reaching impact. May we continue to learn, innovate, and evolve new and old ideas in the hopes that we create happiness and joy for others. I hope we continue to forge new relationships with others and collaborate in making new events, groups, trails, and ideas that are conceived with the love in our hearts and the purpose of spreading joy and happiness to all. We wear our heart on our sleeve. We don't hold back our emotions or our passion. We tell people we love them, and we mean it. May nothing ever perverse this. The world has always been jaded in some ways, but love shall always triumph. May we keep the burning passion for life, for its experiences and adventures, for it's the adventures that keep us young. What's next? What's the goal that has us excited? That's what we live for. I hope we keep pushing, keep exploring our boundaries and our potential. Aaron, we found ourselves a long time ago. When I look in the mirror, I can look at myself in the eye. Remain open, honest, trustworthy, and compassionate. Continue to work on your patience, listening to others, and asking for help. We're not perfect. We'll never be. However, we can always strive to be better and love deeper. We found our passion in life. We know what makes us happy. Follow your heart. It hasn't misled us yet. Pride has hampered us in the past. Don't let it cloud your judgment or inhibit your decisions. Let us continue to express our gratitude to the world. Find grace in every action and give thanks for every experience. The positive and the negative, as we can learn from each. And never stop learning. Keep engaging your mind. You have to keep up with your wife and your kids somehow. That said, smile and laugh at yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously. You're a small fish in a large open sea. Stay humble and remember that you're here to serve others. May we speak out when we see others wronged. Remember what it was like when we were wronged and no one stood up for us. As an individual, we may be weak, but as a collective group, together our voices are so much stronger. Stand united with your brothers and sisters for what is right and what is just. We've made mistakes, and we'll make more. It's whether we continue to learn from those mistakes and not make them over again. We've asked for forgiveness, and we forgive. May our hearts stay open and continue to see and bring the best out of people. Life is beautiful. Continue to take a moment of each day to appreciate your opportunity then get out there and make the best of it. Remember the statement, own your dash. We'll have two dates on our gravestone. Those aren't truly important. That dash mark in between is the key. What we do in between those two dates, did we live? Did we make a difference? Keep moving forward, Aaron. Own that dash. Love. Love all without thought, judgment, or prejudice. Peace. Find peace without fear, negligence, or pompousness. Endure.
So the final question, did you stay true to yourself? Can you read back through these and say, yes, Aaron, I did. I hope so. I love you. Me. Sorry. As I said, I'm passionate. And I wear my heart on my sleeve. I too. I love all of you. I hope, I hope that you all own your dash. I believe that came from Brian Kantosh. He goes by Tosh. He has his own podcast. It's called Crooked Butterfly. I believe that's who said it. And... It's, it's one of those daily reminders. You know, seize the day. Carpe diem. I hope we can all make a difference somehow. In somebody's life. If not just our own, but in others. Like I said, that was... You can tell it was, it was tough to write in some parts. It made me think... Made me repurpose, recommit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post that. I'll post it on my blog, and I'm gonna post it on social media because it's a challenge. It's not only a challenge to to live, but it's a challenge to make a difference. We have to choose sometimes to to make a difference, to be better, to encourage others, to love others. I talked about in there how others didn't stand up when I was challenged, you know, and when I grew up. It was uh, it was tough at school. I was a skinny, white, red-headed kid, and I got picked on a lot. You know, bullying. It takes many forms, and you know, I I, I don't tolerate it when I see it anywhere. You know, and when I'm coaching the kids. You know, I I don't take it when I see cyberbullying. You know, don't get behind a keyboard and say something angry that you wouldn't say to somebody's face. I mean, it's, uh, like I said, maybe it's another topic, but stand up for what you believe. Encourage others to to act, to do good, but most of all, love, 
love unconditionally. As I said, I forgive. I forgive those that you know bullied me, picked on me, that beat me up. Um, that was a long time ago. I hope those people have changed. I certainly have, and I hope it's for the better. And even if it's not, I'm going to keep working on it. I'm going to keep challenging myself to be better. I'm going to challenge my kids, my athletes, to be better. Not only better runners, but better people. Our world needs that right now. Our world needs love. It needs compassion. Thanks for listening. Again, I really do. I love you guys. I appreciate your time. I hope you'll write your own letter. And I hope you'll share that. If you'll tag me, tag MR Running Pains. All right, guys. Go on your dash. I'm here with my son and my daughter, Keegan and Ambrin. I'm going to pass the mic to them. They can tell you a little bit about themselves. Ambrin, do you want to start? How old are you? Nine. Nine years old. And when did you start running? Um, when I was about two. When you were, as soon as you could, that's when <laughs> you started running. <laughs> and um, you have done, what's the longest you've run? Um, I think a 5K. 5K? Have you run further with mom? Uh, probably. And what's your best time in a 5K right now? Mm, probably about 28 minutes. 28? Mm-hmm. Did you do 26 one time? I think I did, but I can't remember. I think you did 26 at one of the $5 5Ks. Yeah. Um, so that's my first speedster. Um, <laughs> my second speedster is my son, Keegan. Hi, everyone. I'm 13 years old. And I've ran nine miles as the longest run I've ran. But right now, I run in cross country two miles, and I've ran 11 minutes flat. And what about 5K? What's your best 5K? From a 5K time, I'm 18.30, 18, 18.15. Yeah, it's low 18s. Low 18s. We'll call it there. Yeah. And how about the mile? For the mile, I was looking to break five minutes this year. But since the track season got canceled and I got injured this year, that hasn't happened. Right, yeah. Corona has postponed a few things. What did it postpone for you, Amberin? Um, It postponed for me healthy kids. Right, and what distance do you usually run in healthy kids? Do you remember? Um, The two and a half miles? Wait, no. A half mile? Right, the half mile. And who did you want to race this year? the boys that's right she wanted to race the boys because she wanted more competition i love that um we live here in mills river north carolina and um we've got some some great places to run uh we usually take the kids out um how many times a week do we go out one (laughs) i used to run like every day with my dad my dad runs every day one day a week maybe rest day but right now I'm running every other day because I'm getting after off injury. 
Right. Yeah. Keegan was injured um, at the beginning of the track season. He had uh, plantar fasciitis and severs, so um, he was in a boot for four weeks. Four, not three weeks, and then I started walking. Right. But we got him back to to running. So, um, Amberin's been healthy. She's been jumping in the river, which is freezing cold. I went in with her twice, I think, and it's it's really cold. But you want to tell us about that? Sure. Um, I usually go across the river to a little rocky place and come back. And when I get used to it, it's like barely cold to me. It's like an ice bath. <laughs> um, but uh, these guys have been all over the place with me. And uh, we've gone to some pretty cool places. Um, Keegan, what's your favorite place that we've traveled to? Oh, France. Chamonix, France. <laughs> For sure. The mountains there like they just look so pointy it was super steep there it was just beautiful all over right on how about you Bryn what was your favorite Italy do you like uh what were you Cormier is that the aid station you liked or did you like it when we went there for dinner when we went there for dinner we went to the town of Aosta and uh we had dinner at a, a mom and pop Italian and uh what did you have I think I had spaghetti and meatballs Perfect. Do you remember what you had? I had ravioli. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Uh, authentic, uh, excuse me, Italian uh, Italian restaurant. My favorite part about when I went to that restaurant was when I fell asleep. <laughs> well, that was in uh, Switzerland when we got there. You guys fell asleep right away. Yeah. Um, we were uh, across from Lake Geneva, and uh, we just got an overnight flight. Um, so th- those were your two favorite. What about your? What was your second favorite? Can I say another part of the Europe trip? (laughs) Okay, we can keep talking about Chamonix. So, um, obviously, they're talking about UTMB when we went over to France last year. I I liked, it was the first aid station you could, like, um, family could be there and treat the runners. And I got to see Paul Capella, the winner of the race, come running through the aid station. And um, Tim Tolufson, Timothy Olsen, and all the elite runners. (laughs) Which was pretty cool for him. Um, And that was... um, was it St. Gervais, I think, was the aid station? Um, it's just a, um, it was a really cool town. It had the, the church was all lit up, and we ran right through Main Street. Um, and the yeah. aid station was kind of at, like, we came into town. We did, like, a U and uh, came back to the aid station. And I got to see these guys, and everybody was pumped up. Everybody was screaming. That was pretty awesome. Um, so, um, And then these guys took the bus, right? You want to talk about the bus, Bryn? Sure. I liked the bus because the seats could back, go back, but when they couldn't, some of us could, so we would switch places. The bus was only cool at night when I could sleep. <laughs> Keegan was so out of it by the end of, of things. He, My wife could barely wake him up. He was so tired. Um, these guys were total troopers that he was out there for 30-plus hours, so yeah. um, you know, it was, they, they were great. I was not happy. <laughs> no. Um, well, we were all happy when I finished, that's for sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Chamonix, Italy, Switzerland. That was a pretty amazing trip. Um, anything else we want to say about that trip? The lem- the orange juice was just really good. It was fresh. <laughs> yes. It was amazing. The bakeries, Almost the every croissants. day we would get chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Gelato, right. Yep. Um, yeah, that was. we've been talking a lot about that um, recently, right? Yep. 
yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd love to go back. So yeah, Chamonix was like a really cool running town. There were so many shops. There was like a Patagonia, Columbia, Solomon, and just so Asics. many just pure running shops. Yeah. Like there's an Asics shop. Like it just featured the um, Xavier Tevenar, the winner of the previous UTMB. It was sick. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So that was a great trip. What else? I got a stuffed animal bear that had a little um, chamonix scarf on it, and it was so cute. It was a St. Bernard. Oh, the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah St. Bernard dog, because St. Bernards were, um, they were um, native to that region. That's right. Um, and then what's, uh, what would be our, our second favorite trip? Would you guys say it's? I liked Wyoming. Okay. That. New York, Middletown's always really fun. <laughs> Um, Bryn was talking about when we went to Bighorn, um, and, uh, Bighorn was pretty cool because what was up high? What did we still, what did we see that was still up high? Uh, clouds? The mountain goats. Uh, and snow, right? It was still snow in June. Yeah. Um, that was pretty crazy. Um. And we got to, like, put our, the seats back in the car and just sleep yeah. in the car. We had a third row seats for these guys. We rented a vehicle. I like to sleep in it. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Bighorn was a, that was another great adventure. We got to go to see Yellowstone and uh, Jackson Hole. We got to play around in Jackson Hole. That was pretty sweet. Um, what about Canada? Canada. I was surprised was... you guys didn't say anything about Canada. I, I remember Canada because I got a little another stuffed animal there. <laughs> um. And it had a little Canada sweatshirt. Yeah. I was fun. Like, um, we would talk with the family of the winner, and we would just talk about Tour de France because one of them had, um, like, they were um, spectators of the Tour de France. So that was pretty cool to talk about. And then there's this bouncy castle that had boxing in it. <laughs> Never had that in the U.S. <laughs> so that was pretty special. And then we got to see our dad come home, um, come to the finish line second place. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome. So we're talking about the Canadian death race. Um, what was the what was Daddy his worst fear in that race? Do you remember losing his coin? Yeah, losing my coin. Yes, I couldn't wait to get rid of that coin. Um, you can't pass my, the river if you don't have the coin. My worst fear of that was when we went saw all the pictures and there was a guy like in a mask that um, would let you go across the river. The Grim Reaper. Yeah, the Grim Reaper, that guy freaked me out. He took my coin so I could get across the river. There's a glacial river that you can't cross without a boat, and so you had to have your coin to give to the uh, the token men to get across, and they took us off across this uh, glacial river on these jet boats, which was pretty awesome. Um, that was uh, that was a pretty amazing. I saw you guys at, I think it was Aid Station 4, and right after that is where I saw the mom grizzly and the cubs. Um and uh, let's see, I, th I think I saw you guys, yeah, I, th I saw you one more time before the finish um, um, on that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, you came to the aid station and then you um, ran out back and then we saw you at the finish line right, right. before dark. Yeah, that was that's pretty neat because you come out of the woods right into the town and all I had to do was run up basically one street and you guys were at the end of that street and uh, we kind of ran in together and finished. Um, that was a pretty neat, like, I was surprised you guys didn't say, uh, Canada yeah. was number two. I thought that was pretty cool. I forgot about it. <laughs> like, it was in 2016. There was also, like, this kid's 5K. Mm -hmm. Um, I got, I got, like, what place did I get in that race? Second? Uh, you were 
third. third but you were only like yeah. nine years old <laughs> yeah i got a little um token you got a coin just like i got yeah i got a coin just like he got like that he had to turn in but he got it you got it back at the end of the race right oh they gave me another one yeah yeah which was pretty cool and it has this neat little compartment for storing it yeah so that was awesome yeah what'd you want to say Brent? um where was the place that we saw the glacier that was up in canada yeah, after the race, we drove um, north to, um, um, where do we go? To Canmore. Yeah, we went to Canmore, um, and um, and we saw Lake Louise and, and all that. Was that the place where they had that really fun water slide? Water uh, slide. Uh, What's on oh, that? the indoor water slide? Yeah, yeah, that was. That yeah, was, that was pretty great. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty cool. Do you guys remember your first time crewing for me let's see yeah that was that was no there was one before that no no you're right that was uh yeah because like you gave me a whole yeah. speech about like yeah, that's right <laughs> how you would look out there <laughs> yeah not I to be them, worried yeah not to be worried that i might look pretty haggard and and beat up i might even cry but don't worry about me i'll, I'll get to the finish they, they were fantastic and i had a great day out there i didn't didn't look haggard or or beat up which race was it when you got frostbite wasn't that hellgate that was hellgate yeah so that was the second one you guys crewed for yeah that was the second yeah. one you guys crewed there was for. water you had to cross yeah so i got six toes got frostbite in that race because i crossed the creek at mile three and didn't change my socks and it got too cold up on the parkway yeah it but, was even cold for us yeah. i can't imagine what it was like for you <laughs> these guys made it just before i started you remember what time it started at midnight yep it started at midnight and uh they they were they were troopers they were up on the parkway waiting for me i think there was only like maybe two aid stations where you guys had fallen asleep and were asleep while i passed by um but there was one aid station that keegan and mom was at well i was in the car sleeping i passed it yeah like one of the most memorable races that um I had of him was um Eastern States mm-hmm. yep. where um like he had a rough day but like he kept on going which was remarkable. Yeah. That's that was definitely one of my favorites too. Um I came in with vision problems. Um I, everything was was shaky and um spinning on me. I felt like I had vertigo and um Amberin looked up at me and told me that she wanted to see me finish just like I did in Canada. And uh we uh we broke out my hiking poles and it was a it was a long adventure but we made it in the end, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> yep, Eastern States. That was a that was a great memory. Um yeah, it was a oh, tough night. I remember th- I remember that one. I was in the trunk saying, "Finish it." <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> Took some salt pills and like kept on going. Yep. Yeah, the the volunteers wrote me. They thought I was done at that aid station. They had written me off and um, you know, they were they were glad when they saw my name and the the results. So that was pretty cool. Um so obviously these guys have have been a big part of of my running and um you know, we'll uh we'll continue to to share our adventures. Um Keegan's obviously into um knowing the who's who and and what gear um uh, to wear. What's uh, what's your favorite pair of shoes right now? Solomon at Slab Firm Grounds. They're fast. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, you ran, you got him the day before the Cradle to Grave 10K, right? Oh, yeah, and then I just muddied them up. <laughs> uh, nice he, and dirty. Yep, yep, he did great. And that, that was his uh, first 10K, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, um, he did great. It was pouring rain and it was soaking wet, but um, you got second, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a young college lad that beat him, but he did fantastic. I remember that one where it's all rainy and I got a squirrel um, stuffed animal. It was so big and cute and fuzzy. There's a theme here about the races we go to. (laughs) 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 Um, So, okay, Solomon's. Um, How about you, Bryn? What's your favorite shoes? She's into Nikes. Oh, yeah. I like Nikes. I have like one, two, three. And then I have another. Wait, no. I think I only have three Nikes of the same pair. Yeah, they're they're just different colors. Well, two are the same color and one's a different color. Um, what about your New Balance trail shoes? Do you like those? Oh, yeah. I really like those ones. So Amber's still in the uh, the, the children's sizes. And uh, she's uh, she's has a pair of New Balance trail and some... Some Nike uh, road shoes um, that she wears. Um, what about for road for UK? What's your favorite? My road shoes? Yeah. Um, I like the Convaras when I had them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because they they just had a snappy feel. Yep. They were light and fast. Right now, I'm wearing the Nike Zoomfly 3s. Yep. Which are surprisingly light, like, um, based on how thick the bottom of the... Of the how thick the bottom of the shoes are <laughs> yep that so these guys have uh have worn test uh tested a lot of shoes um <laughs> it's pretty pretty fun to watch um so uh maybe my next gear review um keegan can pop in and, and do a little bit with me um but uh anything else to add today um right after we did um when i got them mm-hmm. what race was that again for the shoes cradle to great yeah, the Solomons? Yeah. Yeah, it was Cradle to Grave. Right after Cradle to, ga- to Grave, I did um, what, um, Cramp Ground to the top of Mitchell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I ran from um, Black, Mountain, Camp Black Mountain Campground all the way to the top of um, Mitchell with my dad when he did a long run, like about 30 miles that day. That was also really fun. Like, we took an unexpected turn that took us, like, four miles longer yeah so it made it more adventurous and fun <laughs> that was fun we'll, we'll talk about that adventure on the, another episode um i want to thank these guys amber you got anything else you want to say uh i don't know hmm oh remember when we were up when we were in canada and we were going to see the glacier and we saw a grizzly bear right next to our car absolutely he was eating berries um yeah, we got to see some pretty cool wildlife. We got some pretty fun stories. Mm-hmm.